everybody. Welcome back to another video here on the Fantasy Fellowship channel. My name is Kyle. It's June 25th. It's about a little, it's almost 9.30 a.m. this morning. Uh, I'm going to be doing my tight end rankings. I know it's early, it's June, but I did already update my quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receiver videos. Uh, you can probably find, uh, I'm going to probably put those in the description or they'll be at the end of the video in one of the side screens. Uh, so check those out too. Uh, but for today, we're going to do the tight end video. Uh, let's hop into a screen share and basically... I'm going to have a little, basically I'm just going to do a tight end draft and that's how I'm going to do these rankings. Uh, let me actually clear. These are the rankings that I had in there before. Uh, and then what I've done here on the right is I have uh, ADP from underdog fantasy, which I know these are kind of best ball rankings, but it's just a way for me to kind of see the ADP and see what people are thinking. So yeah, let's get into it. And then we're also going to, um, <clears throat> I'm going to try and tier these along the way. I think it's pretty simple at the start of the video, tier one, it's Travis Kelsey and that's He's just naked in that tier all by himself. Travis Kelsey, not even close. He's got an ADP of 6.5. Then there's a huge drop off to Mark Andrews here at roughly pick 30. Um, and then guess what? Mark Andrews is in a tier all by himself as well. So maybe, maybe I'll kind of leave those two guys as a tier together. Um, we'll say these are the tier one guys. If you can't get Kelsey, try to get Mark Andrews, uh, because then like the next, I guess, so tier two here is where it gets a little bit interesting. I don't need to tell you guys to take Travis Kelsey, take Mark Andrews. You guys are both fantastic plays, uh, where I think there becomes some good discussion is in tight ends about three through seven. Um, for me, it's, <clears throat> it's definitely TJ Hawkinson as the tight end three. I think last year he really emerged and, and finally had a mini breakout with the Vikings. I think he's going to be the number two target leader. I know they drafted Jordan Addison. People are excited about that. But you got Justin Jefferson, you know, playing on the outside. TJ Hawkinson's going to be getting a lot of one-on-one -on -one assignments in the middle of the field. And <clears throat> I'm kind of thinking the Vikings are going to have to throw the ball a little bit more this year. Uh, losing Dalvin Cook, going to Alexander Madison. There's a drop in efficiency there just from that alone. Uh, but also it's, it's um, I mean, the. The Vikings won a lot of games last year by like one score. I, I don't see the Vikings winning 13 or whatever games this year. I think they're going to have to be in more competitive games, maybe throwing the ball a little bit more uh, this season. So Hawkinson, tight end four for me. Uh, but <clears throat> after that, I mean, you got Kittle, you got Pitts, you got Goddard, you got Waller. I, I want these guys in the tier, uh, and I might shock some of you guys, but I'm going to put Dallas Goddard as my tight end four. Um, why Dallas Goddard? I think he's a lock for 90 to 100 targets in that Philadelphia offense. And last year when he was on the field, um, he, he was, um, he was getting, you know, four to five targets per game. And sometimes he would have those spike games, but he's in a elite offense. I trust him. I trust the quarterback. I trust the system. I feel really good about Goddard. And, uh, yeah, when he played, he was playing at a very high clip last year. If I go look at, um, I just want to go look at this real quick. I just want to look at the stats from tight end last year. And most of my thinking here, guys, is in a PPR format. Um, so last year, Kittle had the amazing touchdown spike here last year, which is crazy. 60 catches and 11 of them were touchdowns. That's just not going to happen anymore. Uh, but Dallas Goddard was tight end five last year, averaged about 12 PPR points per game. I, I feel really safe about Goddard hitting that number again this year. So I like him from a safety point. Uh, next, I'm going to go George Kittle, who, again, I expect him to come down in touchdowns, but his numbers overall should stay the same. Hopefully Brock Purdy's the quarterback in there week one. Uh, but Kittle does have to, you know, kind of like Goddard, he has to compete with two really good wide receivers. Uh, the major difference 
with Kittle to Goddard is Kittle also has Christian McCaffrey. So he there's four headed, it's a four headed receiver room in San Francisco with Debo, <clears throat> Ayuk, Kittle, and CMC. Goddard's basically just competing for targets with AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. So that's kind of my tier uh, of those guys. Uh, let's get Kyle Pitts in here next at tight end number six. Um, actually, we're going to go Darren Waller. The ADPs are different, but I'm going to go Darren Waller here, my tight end six. And then we're going to go Kyle Pitts here, my tight end seven. So keep in mind, this is all tier two tight ends, guys. We started with TJ Hawkinson, tight end three, Dallas Goddard, number four, George Kittle, number five, Darren Waller, six, Kyle Pitts, seven. Those guys can be flip-flopped. I'm not, you know, I don't really have a, a preference towards either one of those guys. Uh, Waller, I think, could be in for a really nice year with Daniel Jones. Um the passing volume is going to be there, whereas in Atlanta, it's not. You're betting on Kyle Pitts to have big plays and, and some insane efficiency. But it's year three for Kyle Pitts. I expect him to bounce back and finally put together a really solid year. Uh, I just I feel a little bit more comfortable with Darren Waller. Uh, hopefully, Waller can stay healthy. Hopefully, both these guys can stay healthy. But that's my tier two of tight ends. Let me know in the comments if you guys agree, disagree. And then we're going to get to this next tier, this third tier of tight ends. Uh, and that's... First, it's going to be Pat Frymuth for me. We're going to put Pat Frymuth as the tight end number eight. Last season, Pat Frymuth ranked top six in receptions, targets, and yards at the tight end position. He only caught two touchdowns. That's why he didn't have the amazing season. Uh, he did average the 10th best fantasy points per game, right around 10 PPR points. Uh, but again, like I said, if you look at his um, targets, he was sixth with 98. You look at his receptions, he was sixth with 63. And you look at his yards, guess what? He was sixth with 732. So I think you have the upside of a top five, top six tight end. And if he just catches a few more touchdowns, you know, that's that's what's going to separate him. And the dude was tight end seven last year. Uh, if we tacked on three more touchdowns to this, to this man's uh, fantasy points, you're probably looking at him, you know, coming close to the tight end five. So I think Pat Frymuth, one of my favorite tight ends to select, he has top five upside at the position this year, if he goes over like seven or eight touchdowns. Uh, next, we're going to go David Njoku. Uh, I'm excited about the Cleveland Browns. And uh, Njoku also had a nice season last year. He did finish top 10 here in fantasy points per game. He only played 14 games. Um, or that, that's season-long points. Let me see his points per game here. Points per game, Njoku was tight end nine. And I have him here coming in at tight end nine. So I feel pretty safe about him being a top 10 tight end this year. I'm kind of expecting a little bit of regression from Evan Ingram. Um, he had the massive blow-up game last year. Let's see where his uh, Ingram points per game-wise was tight end eight. His fantasy points here, he did finish as tight end five. Now, you look at Ingram's box score. Uh, first of all, career high in receptions, career high in receiving yards, and touchdowns he did have four. So it was a good season for him. But, man, he had that massive game against Tennessee here, 162 yards, 11 catches, two touchdowns. If you take that game away, it wasn't as good as a season for Evan Ingram. So I'm going to leave him there. I think he's a good piece. But with Calvin Ridley now in town commanding more targets, I think that's going to be a little bit tougher of a job for Ingram to crash the top five. He's not a top five tight end. And to be honest, he's kind of a borderline um, borderline top ten. And guess what? I'm not going to put him in my top ten. I'm going to put somebody else there. So, boom. Let's get another guy in this tier. Uh, this is the, let's see, one, two. This is the third tier of tight ends, and we're going with Chigo Ziam Okonkwo. And that'll end my tier three, guys. For for me, I, I love Chigo Okonkwo. Last year, he did split a lot of duties in time with Austin Hooper. 
Uh, he also had, you know, the trouble of dealing with Malik Willis for parts of the season. I think he's got some tremendous upside, though. Let me look at Chico Conquo's numbers from last year. <coughs> oh, three of them. Excuse me. <coughs> Uh, but last year as a rookie, it was a really quiet, good year for Chico Conco. He ended up with 32 catches, 450 yards, three touchdowns. He had some spike games here. One, two, three, four, five games in double digits. And you look at what he did at the end of last year. I mean, starting like week 12 on, uh, six points, 10 points, 16, 10, two, five, and 13. Uh, Interestingly enough, all losses for the Tennessee Titans. But uh, when Chico Conquo gets five targets, like he's going to be a fantasy tight end. In the games that he did get five or more targets right here, week 12, 6.5 points. Week 13, he got the 10. Week 14, he got the 16. Week five, he did get 10 points. So I'm looking at these th four games right here. If that's his range of outcomes, I'm feeling really good, really good about it. And he only scored one touchdown in those games. So if he starts scoring more touchdowns, he's hitting five targets per game. We're in for a really fun treat here with Chico Conquo. There's just nobody else to throw the ball to um, besides Traylon Burke. So I like him quite a bit. All right. And now let's get to the next tier here. The last guy I'm going to put as a tight end one, I'll put Dalton Schultz here. I, I think he's going to be a favorite target of C.J. Stroud. Not super excited about it. I think he's just going to be reliable. You know, three catches, 40 yards is his floor. He's going to have games where he catches four or five balls for 60 yards and a touchdown. That's cool, too. Uh, next, we are going to go <clears> – and <throat> keep in mind, I'm kind of doing this in, with full PPR being in mind. And I'm going to get a lot different here because my, my rankings differ greatly. Um, quite a bit different, to be honest. Uh, well, let's take a look here. <clears throat> I think I'm going to go with Tyler Higby here for the Rams. Let me just fill this, this tier out, and then we'll start looking at it together. Uh, we'll get Gerald Everett in there. We're going to get Jawan Johnson uh, in here. My bad. Jawan Johnson. We'll go ahead and get Herb Smith. And this is a huge tier for me, guys. So, excuse me, I'm just kind of pumping in a ton of names right now. And then, um, yeah, we'll call that the tier. Okay, so I think this is tier number four. Starts with tight end 12, Dalton Schultz, Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett, Jawan Johnson, Herb Smith, Taysom Hill, and Dawson Knox. Now, again, I already liked – I told you I like Schultz because I think he's going to be the leading one of the leading targets for C.J. Stroud. They're going to have to throw the ball a lot. And the tight end is usually a good bet to be a security blanket for a young passing quarterback here. Uh, but otherwise – Next, Tyler Higby. Like Higby quietly had himself a pretty good year last year, too. Uh, he kind of had a big game with Baker Mayfield. Uh, he put Matt Stafford back there for the whole season. And to be honest, like there's really no one there to throw the ball to besides Cooper Cup. You got Van Jefferson, Tutu Atwell, Puka Nakua, a couple of the receivers. I think Higby has as good a chance as any to crack another 100 targets this season. I like Gerald Everett a lot because he's in an explosive offense. Uh, Everett had some really nice moments last year, and if the Chargers can just all stay healthy, uh, it's going to be a little bit more difficult for him to stay consistent with his targets, but um, I, I, I like it a lot. I think there's there's offenses you want to be a part of, and the Chargers passing offense is one of them. Jawan Johnson had a really nice year last year. Uh, <clears throat> the Saints with Derek Carr, man, <laughs> they, they have Jawan Johnson watching like Julian Edelman tape, I believe, or something like that. It's crazy, but uh, there's a chance Jawan Johnson could be uh, in for a career year. 
I think he was a, a fringe tight end one last year. I expect him to, to improve in your, I guess, his second year as a, a full starting tight end. Uh, Irv Smith, again, kind of like Gerald Everett, you want explosive uh, playmakers and explosive offense. So he's kind of there for me. And then don't sleep on Taysom Hill. Last year, Taysom Hill was one of the weirdest, uh, you know, tight ends we've ever seen. In full PPR, Taysom Hill ranked, I mean, he ranked 16th, and I'm putting him here at 17. And if you go to like half PPR scoring, dude was tight end six. So if you're in a half PPR format, you should be drafting Taysom Hill on every single team. If not, full PPR, he's a nice tight end two. And then Dawson Knox, a tight end two as well. And then let's get into the next tier of rookies and young players. We're going to go Greg Dulcich. I'll throw Cole Komet in here. There's Dalton Kincaid. If you're mad at me for my Dalton Kincaid link, uh, ranking, I'm sorry, um, but not too sorry. And then let's go ahead and get Tyler Conklin in this tier. Um, we're going to get Trey McBride, Michael Mayer, Dick Ferguson, Noah Fant. This is a huge tier for me, guys. We're just going to pound it out. Alrighty, so I can't remember what tier number this is. This might be tier number five, but it goes from tight end 19 to tight end 29. So Dawson, um, Greg Dulcich, Cole Komet, Dalton Kincaid, Sam Laporta, Tyler Conklin, Trey McBride, Michael Meyer, uh, Jake Ferguson, Noah Fant, Hunter Henry, Mike Jasicki. All these guys look fine as your tight end two. They're not going to be a tight end one unless they catch double digit touchdowns. I think Dulcich in the Broncos offense is fine. It's a year two for a tight end. I think he can be a nice piece there, but he's behind a lot of guys uh, in the pecking order for targets. You got Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Marvin Mims, Tim Patrick, and then some of the running backs. So I like Dulcich, but it's going to be tough to, for him to be consistent. Cole Komet, again, I like him too, but it's going to be tough for him to be consistent because it's a very low passing volume uh, offense. And now you add DJ Moore, which is going to probably be almost 30% target share. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, I'm not super excited about him this year. I think it's going to take some time. He is more of a receiving tight end, though, so I do like that. But he's still he's still behind Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox is going to be on the field a lot more than Kincaid. If Kincaid can win the starting slot job, that's what's going to bust it open. So I'm willing to change it, but until now, he is uh, kind of a, a – not really a good tight end pick at the moment. Uh, Sam Laporta actually excites me more. I should maybe move him ahead of Kincaid because Laporta is going to be on the field. He is the tight, the team's starting tight end. He's going to be on the field uh, right away and play the majority of tight end snaps. Tyler Conklin, sneaky player here for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers did uh, enjoy you know guys like Bob Tunyon in the past and a couple other tight ends there. Conklin had a sneaky good season last year with his receiving volume and his receptions and his targets. So don't sleep on Conklin uh, in the Jets offense there. You have Trey McBride, who's going to be the starting tight end, I think, for the full season in Arizona. They're going to dink and dunk a lot, so he can be a high-volume player. Michael Meyer, not super excited about rookie tight ends, but I get it. Uh, I'm excited about Jake Ferguson, though. I think he can step in and maybe be a, a, a different version of Dalton Schultz. Uh, Noah Fant, Hunter Henry, Mike Jasicki, Just These guys I like as my tight end, too. These guys are some veteran tight ends. And then let's continue finishing this uh, this this next group of uh, guys here in this final tier here. Hayden Hurst, Luke Musgrave. We'll throw Isaiah Likely in there. He's a quality number three tight end. You got Jelani Woods, who I think could take a huge step forward this season. And then after that, it's it's getting pretty ugly here. I'll put Kate Otten here. Uh, Logan Thomas is the starting guy for the Commanders. Not sure what's going on with Zach Ertz. Uh, Durham Smythe is the starting tight end for the Miami Dolphins. 
I'm not buying Luke Shoemaker. I'm not buying Darnell Washington. I'm not buying Tucker Craft. I'm, I'll put Noah Gray on the list, sure. If I had to shove two more tight ends on this list here, can I think of anybody? Hmm. It's really ugly, guys. Uh, let me see. I mean, I, I might even put a guy like Jonu Smith and Austin Hooper on the list. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to put Johnny Smith and Austin Hooper on the list. Um, so LD, Austin Hooper, and Atlanta, Johnny Smith. Anyways, like that's the final tier, guys. I don't know if I need to, to get excited about these guys, but there's some names here that, especially in best ball formats, I don't mind grabbing my tight, grabbing as my tight end three. That's Hayden Hurst, Musgrave, sometimes Likely, sometimes Woods, Kate Otten, Logan Thomas, and I'm actually going to move. Let's move Zach Ertz here. I want to move Durham Smythe up. He is uh, the starting tight end for the Miami Dolphins. And then these guys, I mean, they're, they're not really draftable pieces, but that's it. That's the tight end rankings for you guys. Uh, we'll kind of do a recap here at the top. Let me just grab that. Um, Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews is my first tier. You got TJ Hawkinson, George, uh, Dallas Goddard, George Kittle, Darren Waller, Kyle Pitts as the second class. You then move on to Pat Frymuth, David Njoku, Chigo Conquo, uh, Evan Ingram, uh, in the, the third tier. Number four tier is Dalton Schultz, Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett, Jawan Johnson, Irv Smith, Taysom Hill, and Dawson Knox. This fifth tier is interesting. Again, you got Greg Dulcich, Cole Komet, Dalton Kincaid. Sam Laporta, Tyler Conklin, Trey McBride, Michael Meyer, Jake Ferguson, Noah Fant, Hunter Henry, Mike Jasicki, and the rest is the rest. But hey, that's going to do it for me today, guys. Uh, I had a lot of fun making these ranking videos for you guys. When this video is done, I'm probably going to have quarterback, running back, wide receiver rankings on the screen. Check those out. Let me know what you guys think. If I made some bad calls, good calls, let me know. I love to have comments uh, and discussion uh, below. So thank you guys so much for your time. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll see you guys in a future video. Peace.